Thank you for tuning in to the Voice of Encouragement with Pastor Jamie Lingerfeld and myself, his co-host, Angela Lingerfeld. Prayer is work. It's labor. Okay? Jamie was saying a labor of love. Let the prayer be a labor of love. Don't let it be a labor that you begrudge. Let it be a labor of love. And um, you're not always going to hear. You're not always going to feel. You don't go by feelings. Don't, don't set yourself up to fall by going by feelings. Be obedient. Be consistent. Put God first. Have a prayer life. In the good, bad, and ugly times, have a prayer life every day. Amen. You've got something to work with. It's a labor of love. It should just be part of your day. It should be part of who you are. Amen. Because even though you're not feeling anything, you're still doing something. You're, you're laboring in to enter into His rest. And He may feel you, you as you go throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? It may not be while you're sitting in your prayer closet. I get that a lot. I, you know, we'll be just going through my day and I'll start hearing stuff. Um, you know, I said journal. Journaling, is, I think, is very key and very important. However, when God speaks something to you, it's His Spirit speaking to our spirit, and it's in there. Our spirit doesn't sleep. Right. You know? Um, so just have, have that as a labor of love. Um, and one thing I would like to, to talk to you guys about, um, love. Love, love, love. God is love. Amen. All right? Love never fails. Love never fails. You know, I, I've seen it time and time again. And, you know, as I talked to you the other day about entitlement, um, a lot of times we want to feel entitled to get upset and things like that. If you love well, there you, you allow God to fight your battles for you. Amen. You do not have to avenge yourself. You can allow God to fight for you. He said, hold your peace and, and the Lord will fight for you. Love. Because there's no defense to God's love. That's right. There's no defense to you loving, God loving someone through you. You know, it never fails. I don't care because God will take care of you. Yes, He'll protect amen. you. And if someone's hurt you, he will heal the broken places of your life and of your heart if you will allow him to. But love, love, well. Um, it really bothers me sometimes when I see things that, um, and I'll do that air quotes as Christians, um, because a lot of times someone will do something wrong. And... We're like, hang them. Oh, well, don't let me get out of my shoot them. I do this. Ah, there's consequences to people's actions. I, I get that. You know what I mean? And there are consequences in life, and there, there are consequences in laws in the kingdom. You know, what you reap, you're going to, what you sow, you're going to reap. Right. It, it's just a kingdom principle. It's a law. It's going to happen. Um, however, Mercy triumphs over judgment. We don't know when someone does something wrong, when they break a law, when they do whatever. We don't know 
where they're at in their lives. We don't know what has happened to them. We don't know that, that from the time that they were born, they have been talked down to or abused. or We don't know. God knows that. That's why he's, I mean, he's the perfect judge. Because he judges in righteousness. He looks at the whole picture of everything. We were talking about the beginning and the end. The end from the beginning. God sees all that. You know? I, I, I mean, and I think it's maybe easy for me because I see what a miserable person I was without God. So I, I tend to maybe have a more mercy on people, but we all should have mercy on people. We let God judge you. Amen. You know? Yes. Um, I, I, it, it breaks my heart to see when we want to hang somebody or do this to somebody or do that to somebody. Our heart should be that they should be reconciled to God. Amen. Our heart should be in prayer for them. God, draw them by your spirit. Lord, I, I mean, we should want them to walk in the freedom that we do and the forgiveness that we do. You know, Paul was a murderer. There you go. Okay? He was a murderer. And, and today... What would we say, Hanging? But look at look at what God did in Paul's life. There you go. All right? Angel. There's a bunch of Pauls out there. Okay? Um, love. Love, love, love. That's really good teaching, Amen. Do whatever God tells you to do. Don't worry about the naysayers. Be obedient to God with whatever he says. Look at Noah. In fact, to the naysayers in his time. Imagine the naysayers of his time when he was building an ark. It didn't stop him and it saved his family. Be obedient to God. Listen to his voice. Spend time praying. Get to know God. Get to know his voice. And be obedient. Doesn't there you matter go. what other people say. Amen. Doesn't matter what, what they think, what they say. Be obedient to God because he is going to protect you. Don't do things to be seen. There you go, Mitchell. Don't do things to be seen. Don't don't try. It's not about our ministry. It's not about our kingdom. It's about God's kingdom. Okay? Encourage one another. But it, it, don't do things in order to be seen by man. Don't seek the approval of man. There you go. Um, sometimes people are not going to like you because you're going to do what they want. There you go. Say it again. Sometimes people are not going to like you because you're going to do things that they're not willing to do. People don't like people that will when they won't. Okay? Do whatever. Follow whatever God tells you to do. Follow Him. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He will not let you down. Follow God with your whole heart. Do Be obedient. Never don't get in your logical mind because your logical mind... Is not going to line up with faith. Faith has eyes to see the unseen. There you go. Faith Come on, has man. eyes to see the unseen. Come on with it. When I say don't do things to be seen, that does not mean that you shouldn't do things to be accountable for the people that support your ministry and that support your missions and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Jamie, I think touched on this yesterday or the other day. Um, you know, we've caught a lot of flack about doing things to be seen on Facebook. Um, that's okay, because we're just doing what God told us to do. Right. And we're not worried about the next either. However, um, 
that's not what our ministry does and what we do is not what we personally do. Right. There's a difference there. We don't put everything we do because... For all our giving. That's what I'm saying. We don't put everything on Facebook, but we do put what we feel that God has asked us to put and for when we need to be accountable for the things and help and the resources and stuff that we have gotten as a ministry and as a full-time faith-based ministry. Yes. So when I say do things to be seen, don't do them. Have the right heart. Don't do them to be seen, but however, be accountable for the things that God has entrusted to you. Don't be too big to do the little things. That's good. Don't be too big to do the little things. Children's ministry, teens, you are shaping the next generation whenever you take your time to to pour into these children or these youth. Whoever, but don't be too big to do the little things. Um, Sometimes a young person lives in a home that's not Christian. Somebody may bring them to church. Whatever the case is, you can be a voice in a young person's life that encourages them to follow after Jesus. What a beautiful thing that is. You can encourage a young person that may be verbally abused at home, maybe physically yes. abused at home, maybe sexually abused at home. You never know. But that life is just as important. And we don't have, you know, the, the, they, their spirit man is, is their spirit man. It's not like a little, you know, it, that you can speak life to them. You can encourage them to walk, and, and they're going to look up to you guys. You guys are leaders. You're going to be leaders. You are leaders. And and young people are going to look up to you. I had mentioned about the vision I had about going to India. I've been twice. Um, Different places, you're going to face different things. You're going to face different demonic personalities. You're going to um, face different cultural things. Um, You know, I've noticed in Africa and India, the, the people dress really nice. I mean, they, they, they may be poor and not have anything, but they look beautiful, the women in India and the, yes, the women in Africa. They're dressed just, just beautifully, unless they just don't have, you know, anything at all, and still they're beautiful. But, you know what I'm saying? And it's a different, different culture. Um, one of the things about India is, um, that I know personally is, you got to make things clear. India, they have taken so many different religious things and so many, you know, if you look at some of the um, idols and things that they worship, they're, they're different animals and stuff like that that are put together. And it's almost like, well, if I believe that it's a snake, then we're just going to add that too. So what I'm trying to say here is like in India, you want to make sure that they know that Jesus is the only way. You know, that he's the only way. Because you don't want them to add Jesus as just another idol and another part of other uh, religion. You know, make that clear. Know, get get some history and know some things. Um, just like, uh, and I don't know all their, all, all their names, but I know that, uh, I think it was the Lord Sheba left. This is their... 
they're what they believe, part of what some Hindu believe, that Shiva left, Lord Shiva left and left the goddess there, and she wanted to take a bath, but she didn't have anybody to guard the door. So she created a baby out of sandalwood and breathed life into it, and it sat at the door. And then when, when the Shiva come back, the baby that she created wouldn't let him in because he didn't recognize him. Anyway, long story short, he killed the baby, and then they went about a elephant mother that was crying over her baby, and that's how the elephant head got on the baby body. You see what I'm saying? So it's just really complicated stuff. The gospel yes. is not complicated. Good. Amen. The gospel Amen. is not complicated. It is the only way to life. Jesus Christ is the only one. Jesus Christ is Lord. Nothing else. But you have to be clear. It's good to know the things that you're that other places and other cultures believe so that you can influence them with the truth, bringing the whole truth to them, which is the Word of God. Um, and we, those of you that lead worship, those of you that may not necessarily stand up and lead worship, but when you go, it just you're in a heart of worship. You should be, always, but especially on mission field. Seek whatever touches the Holy Spirit. There you go. And whatever's moving the Holy Spirit, I don't care if you have to sing it a hundred times. You know what I mean? Until you feel a leading to move on to something else, don't worry about people. You are you are worshiping God. You're ushering in the presence of God. When whatever moves the Holy Spirit, just flow with that. Flow with that. Okay? Don't be afraid to sing the same thing over and over again. <clears throat> And you have to be in a state of worship, especially when you're going to other places, because a lot of times when you go to churches in Africa, you're, you don't understand what they're singing. And you don't necessarily have an interpreter to tell you what they're singing, what they're doing. You have to be in a state of worship on your own while right. you're worshiping on their own. You, you know, if you're worshiping together, however, the, the language barriers would be uh, just that, a barrier. Don't allow that to be a barrier. Um, I talked to you the other day about uh, being competitive and stuff like that, and I didn't really believe that the Lord kind of helped me to get a better understanding. Um, I just don't think it was just being competitive about uh, ministry and things of that nature. Um, and I'm in Galatians. 5.16 and this is key I say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the lust of the flesh for flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things you wish but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law being led by the spirit this is key not being led by your flesh. Good. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfishness, and selfish ambition, dissensions, hearsay, selfish ambition, all those things. Okay. Flesh. 
plus the flesh. When we, when we pray daily, we kill our flesh. We pick up our cross to follow after Jesus. If we want to be as children of God, we need to be led by His Spirit. There you go, Angela. Be led by His Spirit. Good. Um, I would have even had gone, but so you guys get what the flesh is. It's nasty. So don't walk after the flesh. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is a law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. We want to be led by the Spirit of God, not by our flesh. The power is in the Holy Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. That, you know, wasn't necessarily so much competition, but Angela was in the flesh, striving for things in the flesh, titles, notoriety, all those things that are worthless. But love, joy, peace, that's what that, that is what the world needs. In the, in the time that we're in, in the uncertainty of the world today, the world needs Jesus. You have to bring Jesus to them. You have to walk in the Spirit so that you can show love, joy, peace, all those things. Faith works by love. Yes. Love is, love is key. Now, of course, you want to be able to speak the truth in love as well. You know, we don't compromise God's word. We don't right. compromise the truth. But speak the truth in love. When we do that, it tears down walls. It breaks barriers. Um, do good to all. All in Greek. All. It's all. all. Especially to the household of faith. If you guys do good at all, but especially when you see brothers and sisters in need, whether it's encouragement or anything, I want to encourage you that those that truly are Christians and have a sold-out walk with God, if you will fellowship, spend time fellowshipping in the Spirit with them, you will encourage one another, and then you will be able to go out and do great exploits for God. You know, what greater encouragement that I get personally, just speaking for me, when I sit down with someone, especially my husband, you know, if you're in a partnership, in a marriage, it's what a great encouragement for us to say what God has been saying to one another. And to see, even like what I was saying, a lot of the things that he went over earlier, I mean, there's several things that, that God has given me as well. That That's beautiful to me, because that makes me know, hey, I'm here in God, you know? And especially if you start now in your walk, it can be a great encouragement to know. People, especially somebody that you look to as a sold-out Christian, when, when they're like sharing stuff with you and it's stuff that God's already been sharing with you, wow, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I believe it brings God glory, you know. And it also can be a witness to, 
to other people about the realness of God and the amazing, just the awesomeness of, of God. You know, that he loves us so much that he sent Jesus, but it didn't stop there. All the power and authority that Jesus had rests on us. He, he, he looks at us as a friend, and he carries on conversation with us, and he leads us, and he guides us. Wow. You know, the creator of the universe wants to help me in my life. Okay, that can be a great encouragement to somebody that doesn't know that, especially on the mission field. Because a lot of times they don't know. Like Jamie said, the one lady had just the Gospel of John. You know, they they have never heard the Gospel before. Um, what great news. What great news. And you know, the, the message of the cross is foolishness, those that are perishing. But guess what? It's not foolishness to us. It's the hope that we have. Amen. Yeah. Walk in the authority of the Holy Spirit. Don't walk in, in your own authority, your own ability. Walk in the authority of the Holy Spirit. Great power there. <clears throat> great power there. <laughs> Slapping and encouragement are two different things. Did y'all hear that earlier? <laughs> you know, you can flatter someone, and usually when flattery is involved, it's for selfish ambition. Ah, somebody's wanting to, to gain something. Yeah, okay? But encouragement is to edify and encourage someone to go on, to do great exploits for God, to to reach their full potential. It has their best interest at heart. It's not self-seeking like flattery. There you is. go. Okay? Um, that was one of the little nuggets that, that you guys are supposed to hear twice today. That was really good, though. <laughs> Oh, one thing too. When someone's when when you're receiving a word of prophecy or someone's praying for you that's really moving in prophecy and really, really praying for you, don't be real loud and you know, receive what God is trying to say through someone. If you have a word and you're praying for someone as well, you are the one ministering to someone and God's using you to prophesy. Or to pray over someone and, and they're real loud praying in the spirit or whatever. Stop them just in love. Ask them just to receive from God. Because if I'm if I'm praying all oh, thing and doing all this stuff when you're trying to give me a word, I'm not really going to receive and have an understanding of what God's wanting to do and say. You know. Um and, and take that for yourself too, you know, when when you're really receiving, be ministered to, be able to be ministered to. Um, and don't discard people when they make mistakes. There you go, Angela. That's good. Don't don't discard people when they make mistakes because we all fall short of God's glory. I don't make excuses for mistakes. And don't make excuses for mistakes in your life. Repent. Quickly, Amen. you know, no, no matter what, I mean, I, I think that we should, whatever it is, you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and if you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, when you think or do or say something wrong, you, you're going to know. You're going to know. 
Repent quickly from those things and leave them back there in yesterday. Leave them in that moment. But repent from them. Don't make excuses for things. Own, own the failures that, that you have. But don't expect people or yourself to be perfect. Because we're all, we all fall short. You know? And people get tongue-tied. And people get nervous. And people say things sometimes that may not... May, that there may be a little error in, in that. Know the Lord of God so you can rightly divide it. But don't discard people because we're, we're going to make mistakes. We don't know what that person's going through. You know what I'm saying? And don't be influenced by the culture as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, it's, it's easy to be influenced by the culture that we live in because it's around us. That's why it's very important to guard your heart. And in order for you to guard your heart, you need to watch what goes in your eye gates and your ear gates. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important not to be influenced because the culture influences you some anyway. I, I, it just does. It influences each of us in a, a certain bit anyway. Prayer, staying, walking in the spirit, all those things help break it off. Going on a mission trip helps Angela break this thing off because yes. I realized what I've leaned into. Like I said the other day, let the Holy Spirit be your comforter. Don't seek comfort from things in this world. Don't allow this world to bring you comfort. Seek comfort and guidance and everything from the Holy Spirit. Because that's what he wants to be, our comforter, our friend, our counselor, everything. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Voice of Encouragement today. Have a wonderful week and make sure to tune in next week at 1030 Sunday morning. See you again.